up? Welcome back to the Natural Truth Podcast. It's your girl, Lindsay. And today is Monday. A new week, a new day, a new mindset. And this past weekend, I did not go to the beach, which is a total bomber for me. But life goes on. And what did you guys do this weekend? Did you have fun? I know school is still out. Many of us are... Many of us are not working. A whole bunch of us are working. So let me know on my Instagram page or just shoot me a comment in the review section down there. And I would greatly appreciate it. I want to get to know you guys a little bit better. And this is for someone out there because I've been feeling a little down and out. Um, I have needed to encourage myself this past week, two weeks, and... I just want to let somebody else out there know because I know somebody else is probably going through the same thing to be encouraged, be positive. Um, Trouble doesn't last always. We're always going to face challenges in life and it's up to us to be aware, self-aware to be able to get through those situations that we're in. And next week, well, not next week, but soon, maybe in the next two episodes, I'm going to speak a little bit about mental health slash self-awareness because I know that is needed as well in the black community, the white community, Asian community, Hispanic, whatever you are, that topic needs to be um, brought to light. It really does. And shout out to my brother (laughs) for giving me a mic. Thanks. This is the exact mic I was going to actually get from Best Buy, but he had one and he gifted it to me. Thanks, bro. Love ya. (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to talk about, I know originally I said today would be the day my friend would be on this this episode and we were going to talk about routines. However, because she is so busy and I'm busy or semi-busy, we were not able to get up. So hopefully that'll be the next episode. But today... We're going to talk about YouTube versus an actual professional hairstylist. Now, there are a lot of benefits, cons, and pros to both outlets. And I'm just going to speak on, you know, how I feel. You guys let me know how you guys feel. Now, YouTube. The thing about YouTube is it's very quick, it's convenient, and it's cheaper. I guess you can say it's cheaper than actually going to a salon why because youtube is right there in your house um you can pop it on or off whenever you want to (laughs) you don't have to wait in a line you don't have to worry about um getting upset with your stylist because she or he was not able to give you the style that you actually wanted but then you know youtube is convenient and it's a great source or resource that we have um, as naturals or anyone, whoever needs to get their hair done or wants to learn more about makeup or whatever the case is, YouTube is a great resource. But also we have these expectations too. We have to realize that those YouTubers are not you and I, you know what I mean? So a hairstyle that looks bomb on YouTube or on your favorite YouTuber may not come out looking the same way on yourself. And then 
because we have those expectations, we get disappointed. I mean, that's happened to me early, early on. I first created a YouTube page in 2008 when I actually cut my relaxed ends off. I did a YouTube page and I was able to gain followers. And this YouTube was so new. Like you, I think there was maybe one or two people on YouTube talking about natural hair and I can't even remember their names now. And even when I did remember their names a couple years ago, they were not even on YouTube anymore. Those were the times when YouTube was authentic. I'm not saying that it's not now, but it's a little less authentic now than it was back then. And I say that because there were no special effects. <laughs> you know what I mean? The music, the filters, um, the intros, the outros. And all of those things are good because, you know, they're pleasing to the eye. And we like to see things that look good. So no shade to them at all. But back then, in 2008, it wasn't really anybody on YouTube doing any of that. You know what I mean? Especially not in the natural hair community. So anyways, I started my YouTube and I had about 600 um, subscribers. I thought I was doing something really big. And I feel as though if I would have continued, I probably would have had a nice little following. And I even think now to this day, like, what if I continued on? You know what I mean? I would have been in a different place in life. I may have been where these famous natural YouTubers are now, but, you know, we live, we learn. Some things are for us and some things aren't. But, I mean, I enjoyed it, but it got to a, a point where it was a lot because people expect so much of you. And so then you have to... You, you have to measure up to their expectations, and that's not always realistic. So, I mean, YouTube is great, and I love it, but I feel like maybe it's time to get back to the basics. And there are a lot of people that I love that I feel are just genuine, and they understand that. I feel like they were in a space where, you know, they did all the fireworks, but now as they're getting older and they have, um, not saying that they didn't have responsibilities before, but they have a different set of responsibilities now in life. You know, they're just really focused on being real and not letting what other people are doing affect them. So there's two people that I really like on YouTube. I mean, I like a whole bunch of people, but especially for lifestyle and natural hair. Anyway, this is where they started, but I don't believe that their end the end of their journey on YouTube if they have one or even if they don't I don't feel like it'll be just about natural hair one person is Ambrosia Brosia Love and then the next person is Ms. Vaughn TV you know they don't do the most and a lot of people that I was subscribed to on YouTube I won't say any of their names I unsubscribed from them because they were just doing the most I don't want you to be on YouTube doing kissy faces and, you know, swinging your hair back and forth for five minutes in slow motion 
when all I came here for was the title of your video, which said um, the perfect twist out, for example. You know, I don't want all of that. And <clears throat> come on now, let's just be realistic. You didn't do all that in real life to get a twist out. So don't give me excessive amounts of extraness <laughs> to just to get views. You know what I mean? So I just feel like it needs to be back in an authentic place. And YouTube is growing and people are continually make, making YouTubes and YouTube channels, I'm sorry, and they're getting paid for it. They're getting subscribers. They're getting viewers. And that's all love. That's good. But I just want some people that I can relate to and I want some people that are real. You know what I mean? To be honest about as a when I was a YouTuber, I got tired of doing my hair. I get tired in real life of doing my hair. Every day of my life, my hair is not in a perfect twist out. More times than not, I am in a bun or I'm in twists most of the time. Right now, I have my, my hair slipped back. Okay, because it's not realistic to wear your hair out every day and actually maintain um, the health and the length of your hair. I'm just saying. And then as a hairstylist, the benefits of being a hairstylist are going to a hairstylist is one, they're professional and two, they can educate you and they can actually treat your hair. A lot of YouTubers cannot do that. Um, there are some YouTubers that are cosmetologists that I like. Um, Mo knows hair. I don't look at her videos like that all the time, but I am familiar with them and she's an actual professional hairstylist. And, um, Makiba, I forgot her, why not keep or Makiba, you guys know who I'm talking about if you guys are in the natural community and you watch YouTube. She's actually a cosmetologist too. So if you are going to be um, cheaper, more convenient, if you want quick information that is right information, then subscribe to the people that are actually professional and that's their uh, occupation okay and I'm not saying don't subscribe to the other ones I'm not saying that but just so you can actually get information that you need and not just something that looks good for a moment now one of the or many of the things that make a lot of us turn towards YouTube <clears throat> is being <laughs> Being a client for a hairstylist, a professional hairstylist or cosmetologist is very tiring. It can be. But I believe as a hairstylist myself, the most important thing to build with your client first is trust. You have to have that trust because if you don't, then your clientele your reputation is just going to go down. It's not it's not going to progress. It won't. And a lot of us as clients, because I've been a client as well, but a lot of us as clients, because I, I don't like to just speak in one point of view because I have a lot of point of views. So, you know, just so I, just so I can let you guys know that I relate to you guys, but being a client, I will absolutely hate going to the beauty the beauty, um, the beauty salon, I'm sorry, and sitting there and waiting. 
for two and three hours. I would hate when they would stop and get food and eat or take phone calls and just chop it up like they at the house chilling. Okay. I would very much dislike when they would be like, oh, I'm going to put you under the dryer and then I'm going to go and I'm going to pick up my children. I'll be right back. Excuse me? That's not professional at all. And although I have not endured that as much as other people, I have. And when I did experience that, I left that stylist. I've only been to two stylists in my whole life. And the one I'm talking about was in my latter years. So my latter years, like I'm old. But when I was um, high school or so, that's when I went to that particular stylist. And who wants to, everybody's time is valuable. I know mine is. I'm a time freak, okay? I will be somewhere two hours before time. Especially if I don't know where it's at, and or if I if I'm on um, program or if I'm doing an event to do something, I'll be there. So I'll be there before the place even open. That's just how I am because I value my time and I value other people's time. I'm annoyed when I have to sit and I have to wait. I don't want anybody else to have to do that on me. Wait on me. I just don't like that. Any of my friends can tell you if they listening right now. I'll be like y'all. I'm ready to go at 8 o'clock. I will be there at 7.30. And when I get there, you know, they're not ready. But <laughs> it's all good. They're my friends. I love them. But still, I value time. And I feel like a lot of professional hairstylists, or if they want to call themselves that, they don't value time like they should. They don't care about They don't care about their clients the way they should. They just care about that money. And if I'm sitting there and I'm going to spend... $500 to get uh, a unit. I want my hair treated. I want my scalp to be clean. I want my hair to be healthy. And I want you to be on time. That's just point blank, period. And it seems like you find that in a lot of um, smaller towns or kitchen stylists. I can't speak for quote unquote the big dogs okay like LA and certain parts of Atlanta or I don't know Chicago New York I can't speak for those because I haven't lived in those areas per se or experienced those stylists but you know this is just it's just a cry it's a cry for the professional hairstylists out there and it's a cry for the YouTubers out there too Let's just be mindful of the content we put out and how we put it out and to relate to our um, consumers, our clients. Like, be mindful of that, okay? Just because your video is 10 minutes doesn't mean that you're going to perform better if your video was 5 minutes, I appreciate the five-minute videos. I also appreciate the 10-minute videos, but they have to have some type of substance to it. And stylists, let's be on time, please. Let's be on time, and let's actually educate our clients. Educate our clients. Don't overcharge the clients, okay? 
and check up on them. Don't just do a hairstyle. Check up on them. Ask them about their lifestyle. Because to be honest, hairstylists and cosmetologists, we are counselors. We may not have a degree in counseling, but we're counselors because people sit there and they trust us with their hair. Their hair is their crown and glory. That's the first thing people see when they see someone. They see their face and they see what their hair looks like. And so we get attached to our hair, men and women. So let's just be a little bit more mindful of that. That's what I feel. And I think that'll wrap up today's episode. I wasn't going to come on here and I wasn't going to do anything because I have just been kind of feeling down. But I felt like I owe it to you guys. Um you guys and you girls to come on and say something, you know. So, anyways, I will catch you guys next week. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And let me know if I can ever do anything for y'all. Talk to you later. Bye.